Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? I am so glad you're taking some time to join me. Today is Thursday, January the 6th. And what we see happening in the culture right now, I don't care if you're talking about COVID, I don't care if you're talking about socialism, what's going on in the schools, it all comes down to what is true. So how can we know truth when truth is on trial? It's a big topic. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. Well, as usual, I'm very glad that you have joined me. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy days to just spend a little bit of time with me here at the podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who continues to support this ministry financially. Debbie from Idaho, uh, Juan from Illinois, and Sarah from Michigan. Wow, you guys, I cannot say thank you enough. It just blesses us and encourages us to see you taking an interest in what we're doing at the podcast and, uh, and really come alongside us. So we appreciate you guys very, very much for doing that. I've heard from a few of you over the, the Christmas holiday in particular and into the new year, actually more than a few, I have read dozens and dozens and dozens of your letters, letters from your kids that have come in. And uh, sometimes I sit at my dinner table and I read them to my own kids. So thank you guys for continuing to support this ministry and for being a part of what we're doing on the regular. A couple of ways that you guys can get a hold of me. And I really want to encourage you, like I said last week, right now is the time really that we need your help in getting questions for the podcast. You can go to that at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. You will find a form there that you can fill out and submit your questions. Uh, We are very interested in hearing what is interesting to you. And I try to address those questions at least once a week on Mailbox Monday and other days if we have the opportunity. Today is uh, one of those days because really the topic of truth came from a listener. So we're going to tackle that issue today. Also, you can go to anchor.fm to leave me a voicemail, and you're going to see a couple of those played on Monday of next week. You can go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message. And that is where you leave me a voicemail. If you guys want to reach out to us with financial support or questions or uh, correspondence of any kind, our address is 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 986. Eight two. All right. A question came in from a listener in Ohio uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she was asking about truth. She was saying that everyone has their own version of truth. And she was asking the very simple question, and yet it's pretty profound. What is truth and how can we know that we are speaking the truth? How can we know what the truth is? Well, the Bible teaches us that truth can be known. And so today I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking to you guys about truth and why I think it's so important that we learn what it is and how to defend it. But before I tell you anything more about the topic for today, a lot of you are asking me why I'm going to be in San Diego. I will be there this coming Saturday at Waterfront Park. So Saturday the 8th, this thing starts at 12. It is called the Freedom Revival. And I I really love it. Their motto is new year, no fear. (laughs) Hella, I love it. They've asked me to come down. You guys know that I follow um, several people that are very outspoken uh, in terms of freedom and what is happening with the mandates, the unconstitutional 
illegal, massive overreach of our government that we're seeing here in the United States and around the world. But uh, I will be there this Saturday. And if you guys can come out, I would love to meet you, love to spend a little bit of time uh, just hearing your stories and come and hear me. I will be speaking there. I'm one of the speakers there. Again, that is Freedom Revival. You guys can find out more information at freedomrevival.org. This event happening this Saturday, January the 8th from 12 to 5 p.m. at Waterfront Park on Pacific Highway in San Diego. All right, let's talk about truth for a moment because there are a lot of, you know, a long time ago, and I when a long time ago, I mean in the 80s, let's get real, we heard Oprah Winfrey talk about something I had never heard before. She started talking about her truth. And she was trying to ask people to embrace their truth. So Oprah would say that you have your truth and I have my truth and truth is subjective. But according to the Bible, truth is anything but subjective. Uh, The Bible teaches us that truth is found, obviously, in the work and person of Jesus Christ and that there is such a thing as truth. And so when you hear people in the culture tell you, well, there is no truth because you have your truth and I have my truth. What they're really saying ultimately is that there is no truth. Because if you have your version of the truth and I have my version of the truth, then there is no truth. So I thought, well, it'd be interesting to hear what does the world say? So I went to philosophynews.com and I looked up their definition of truth. And here's what they said. Truth, like knowledge, is surprisingly difficult to define. We seem to rely on it at almost every moment of the day, and it's very close to us, and yet it's difficult to define because as soon as you think you've got it pinned down, some case or counterexample immediately shows deficiencies. Ironically, every definition of truth that philosophers have developed falls prey to the question, what is true? Simply, now remember, this is on philosophynews.com, okay? Simply, we can define truth as a statement about the way the world actually is. We'll look at various theories that philosophers have considered, but that's an adequate rough and ready definition to get us started. So then they go on to talk about the elusive definition of truth, that truth is very challenging uh, because they say that you you can look at a seemingly simple example. For example, suppose you examine an apple and determine that it's red and sweet and smooth and crunchy you might claim that that's what an apple is. So put another way, you've made a truth claim about the apple and seemingly made statements about real properties of the apple, but immediate problems arise. Let's suppose you find your friend is colorblind. This is unknown to you. And when she looks at the apple, she says that the apple is a dull greenish color. She also makes a truth claim about the color of the apple, but it's very different than your truth claim. So what color is the apple? Well, it seems like a pretty simple question to answer, but as in all philosophy classes, they have to make it a whole lot harder than it actually is, right? You might respond, it's an easy problem to solve. It's actually red because we've seen that the friend who says it's not red has an anomaly in her truth-gathering equipment, in other words, her vision. And even though we may know that she has it, the fact that she does not means that her view of reality is incorrect. But now let's suppose that everyone is colorblind and we all see red apples as green. So we could make this objection even stronger by asking, how do we know we all aren't in fact colorblind in a way that we don't understand and apples really aren't red after all? No one has access to the quote, real color of the apple. 
Again, this response might be that there is a knowledge problem and not a truth problem. The apple really is red, but we believe that it's green. So notice that the truth of the apple's color has very little role to play in what we believe. No one knows what the truth is, and so it really plays no role in the conversation at all. So the challenge is that our view of truth is very closely tied to our perspective of what is true. This means in the end, we may be able to come up with a reasonable definition of truth, but if we decide that no one can get to what is true, that is, know what truth is, then what's a good definition? Even more problematic is that our perspective will even influence our ability to come up with a definition. So as you guys can see, uh, this is going to go on and on and on. I'm going to actually link to this in the show notes today because they talk about common definitions of truth and postmodernism is truth, which is, you know, kind of a big deal. And they go on to talk about certain philosophers who challenge the notion of truth. And so when you, when you dive into this from a human standpoint, from a philosophical standpoint, or from a humanistic point of view the waters get muddy very, very quickly. Now, if you were to ask me, hey, Heidi, what do you think? Is that apple red? I would look at it knowing that I'm not colorblind and I would say it absolutely is red. And the person next to me who's colorblind and can't see that it's red, uh, I would say that person has a problem with their vision and their definition of truth has been clouded because of it. And frankly, I think that's where the definition of truth stops. Because if if your mechanism by which you see truth is clouded, then you're not going to be able to see truth for what it is. And frankly, that is what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches us that truth is consistent with the mind, will, character, glory, and being of God. So in other words, truth is the self-expression of God. Uh, That is the biblical meaning of truth because the definition of truth flows from God according to Heidi St. John's worldview, being a Christian, truth is a theological issue. It flows from God. But truth is also ontological. This is basically a fancy way of saying it's just the way that things really are. So reality is what it is because God declared it so and made it so. See how this goes back to a theological point of view. God is the author, the source, the determiner, the arbiter, the ultimate standard, the final judge of all truth. The Bible refers to God Uh, as the God of truth. And when Jesus said of himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he was making a a profound claim about himself. Jesus is truth. He said it himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And as we study the word, and I'm going to encourage you guys to really study with your children so that they can know what truth is, we recognize that truth is found in the word of God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, we are to do our best to present ourselves to God as a workman who doesn't need to be ashamed and who rightly handles the word of truth. What is the word of truth? It's the Bible. Ephesians chapter 6 says, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness in place. The Bible teaches us that there is such a thing as truth. And so if there is such a thing as truth and truth is not subjective, there are there are only two options. It's either true or it isn't. It's either that there is either a truth or there is a lie in place. So John 8, 32 says, you will know the truth and the truth will do what, you guys? The truth will set you free. 
Do you want the best night's sleep you've ever had in your life? Well, after years of trying almost every brand out there, Jay and I switched to the MyPillow mattress, and we are so glad that we did. The MyPillow mattress is a medium firm memory foam mattress that offers excellent support and above average pressure relief and responsiveness. It works well for all sleeping positions and is excellent for anyone suffering from back pain. The MyPillow mattress is made right here in the United States and has a 10-year warranty, a six-month money-back guarantee, and FedEx will deliver it right to your door. It's easy to set up. Just unroll it and watch it come to life. You guys, check it out. See it for yourself for a 60-day trial period. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. MyPillow is made in the USA again, and it comes with a 10-year warranty. So you know it's going to last and it has a 60-day money-back guarantee. So you've got nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but we need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to take advantage of this special offer. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, or call 1-800-447-0541. If Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, then we should be very interested in knowing what he has to say, because knowing that he is God, part of the uh, the Trinity, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, he's not going to be able to lie to you. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And a little while later, in John 17, verse 17, the Bible says, sanctify them by your by the truth. Your word is truth. And so we want to always be taking our children back to the standard that is set in the word of God, knowing that that is where ultimate truth is found. So we want to be teaching our children that they can actually know what is true. You guys have heard me say this many times. I believe that we are living right now in an incredible time in human history, really the perfect storm. We are living in an amazing season of deception and it is counter, it is encounter rather a biblically illiterate generation of believers. But the Bible says that we can know truth. Psalm 119 verse 160 says, all your words are true. All your righteous laws are eternal. And so this new generation this biblically illiterate uh, generation of believers has got to do one thing well. We have to define truth as God defines it. This new generation of believers, this new generation of uh, human beings has been attacked in a different way because it's a new generation, right? It requires different tactics. We need discernment. Discernment is what is uh, what is needed right now when lies are being peddled in the culture. Spurgeon said that discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's knowing the difference between right and almost right. In 1 Thessalonians 5, we are exhorted. It says, examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil. The Apostle Paul issued a similar warning when he said, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. You see, according to the New Testament, discernment for the believer is not optional. It is required. It is required. And so we need an absolutely unyielding 
uh, commitment to discovering what truth is. And as I said a moment ago, it has to come from the Bible. Now, when we define truth, we really need to understand what truth is not. So unlike what Oprah would would tell you, truth is not simply just whatever works, right? So this is the philosophy of pragmatism, meaning it ends an ends versus the means approach. So in reality, uh, lies can appear to work, but they are still lies and not the truth. So even if that lie gets you to the end which you're wanting, even if the lie is the end which justifies the means, we are called not to operate from a position of lies. Truth is not what is coherent or understandable. So a group of people can get together and form a conspiracy based on a set of falsehoods where they all agree to tell the same false story, but it doesn't make their presentation true. And this is why you have heard me come out over and over and over again against the lies that are being perpetrated on the culture right now because of the false narrative surrounding a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Truth is not, uh, it's not up for debate. It's not what makes you feel good, right? Unfortunately, you guys, bad news can also be true. Truth is not what the majority says. 51% of a group can still reach the wrong conclusion. We are called as Christians to be defenders of truth. This is why you will not see me participate in what I have seen happening uh, surrounding COVID-19. We're going on, what, three years now of 15 days to flatten the curve. And you're going to see, I promise you, In the days to come, because the midterm elections are coming up, the Democrats are going to start rolling back their COVID stories. We're already seeing it. We're already seeing this from the left. And when I say the left, I mean the people that are pushing the narrative. There are a lot of good people who have fallen for the lie, but the narrative that's being pushed, you're already starting to see a softening of it in the culture. We're already reading news stories about, well, it's not 10 days anymore that you need to quarantine. It's just, it's really just five days. And actually, um, Omicron, I saw an article on uh, Epic Times the other day that Omicron is going to be the thing that actually ends uh, the pandemic. They say they're Omicron now responsible for 94, I think 95.4% of all new COVID-19 cases. And you watch, this thing is going to morph into um, oh, it's okay. We can all just go. Why? I think, uh, I, I don't know the answer entirely. Obviously, I don't have the answers to all of this uh, craziness. But I'll tell you what, my spirit has been so troubled. I told you guys this from the very beginning. My spirit is so troubled by how we have handled this. We must have a commitment to truth. We must have a commitment to truth. And when you guys start seeing that things aren't adding up, things don't look right, we're starting to see contradictions in the things that we see from our elected officials and from uh, and from health officials, we got to start asking ourselves, what is going on? Because truth is not uh, how we know, it's what we know. And people say, well, I heard it on the, I heard it on Fox News or I heard it on a social media or the CDC said or blah, blah, blah. It's not how we know, it's what we know. All right. Uh, Truth is not simply what is believed because a believed lie is still what? It's a lie. So let's look at the Greek for just a minute because I think it's it's really important. The Greek word for truth is aletheia, which literally means to unhide or to hide nothing. Hmm. Let's just let that sit for a second. To unhide or to hide nothing nothing. At gotquestions.com, it says it conveys the thought that truth is always there, always open and available for everyone to see with nothing being hidden or obscured. 
So when you hear people uh, rolling out statistics and they're telling you, oh, so-and-so died uh, of COVID and you later find out he died with COVID, that is a lie. If it's not 100% the truth, then it's a lie. The Hebrew word for truth means firmness or constancy and duration. Such a definition implies an everlasting substance and something that can be relied upon. And so when you look at the humanist definition of truth versus God's definition of truth, you're going to see some differences, right? From a philosophical perspective, there are three simple ways to define truth, right? Truth is what corresponds to reality. Truth is that which matches its object. And truth is simply telling it like it is. We have made truth so complicated in the culture. When Oprah Winfrey started saying, well, I have my truth and you have your truth, what she was really doing is giving us permission to lie to each other. That's really what that is. What would happen if we went back to telling it like it is? Just telling it the way that that things actually are. The foundational principle of telling the truth being able to discern between truth and error, as Thomas Aquinas observed, quote, is the task of the philosopher to make distinctions. So Aquinas's words are not very popular today, right? Making distinctions seems to be out of fashion in a postmodern era of relativism. This is where you get the transgender movement, which I told you I will never support because it is based on a lie. And when we can't tell the truth about something as simple as basic human anatomy and human biology, we're going to and we're going to build a culture on that. The culture is eventually going to fall apart because the foundation is faulty. And when the foundation is faulty, the uh the resulting chaos will be what we have as a lasting legacy. We must be committed to telling the truth. And the moment we say, uh, you know, truth doesn't matter anymore, a truth is subjective, we're already in huge, huge trouble. So I want to encourage you as you're considering the topic of truth today, remember that the concept of truth In the culture right now, truth really is on trial right now. It is absolutely in the crosshairs. And as men and women of God, we must be committed to telling or at least seeking after the truth because the consequences of rejecting it are absolutely killing us right now. And so as believers, we need to be committed going back to a starting point and just asking the question, what is truth? And knowing that 2,000 years after Jesus, after Pilate asked that question, what is truth? Do you guys remember that? Pilate, the, the guy who handed Jesus over to be crucified, he turned to Jesus in Jesus's final hour and he asked him, what is truth? And of course, it was a rhetorical question, right? A cynical response to what Jesus had already said. Jesus said, I came into the world to testify to the truth. And Pilate asks him this rhetorical, cruel question as he's handing him over to be crucified and says, what is truth? What do you know? Well, here we are 2,000 later, 2,000 years later, and the whole world is breathing Pilate's cynicism. And as believers, we must have a commitment to truth. When you guys know that something's not right, don't participate in it. When you know that you know that you have been saved from your sin, that you, that you have been met by the Lord of heaven's armies, that you have been set free. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We are called to speak the truth in love. Are we going to screw it up sometimes? Yes. Are we uh, going to mess up? We're going to fall on our faces? Absolutely. I've done it. Uh, I'm sure that many of you listening to this can relate on one level or, or another. But the point is, truth is on trial in the culture right now. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, 
and the life. Truth is not subjective. Truth is consistent with reality, with the mind, the will, the character, the glory, and the being of God. Truth is a self-expression of God, which is why as believers, we must be committed to the pursuit of truth. Uh, I hope this podcast has been an encouragement to you and that when you consider your role going forward, whether it's whether your position of influence is at the workplace, whether you're in government, whether you're parenting and shepherding children right now, whatever it is that God has you doing, we must be committed to the pursuit of truth. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I am out of time for today, but tomorrow I actually have a really awesome guest coming on the show. I cannot wait for you guys to come back. Uh, Mark Sherwood, who is running for governor in the state of Oklahoma, is coming on. He's also a naturopathic doctor, and he has a full-time practice of functional medicine in Tulsa. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. We're going to talk about COVID. We're going to talk about the government overreach. We're talking about all the things you guys are not going to want to miss it because like me, Mark is committed to truth. Truth is worth pursuing. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.